Coach, it felt like there were a whole bunch of chances there, especially early on in that first half and whatnot that probably you'd talk about goals changing game. felt like a lot of moments that could have changed the game there. Do you feel like if maybe one or two of those had converted, totally wide open ball game? I think so. I, again, uh, goals change games. Um, and, you know, and we have it in us, right? We just went to Portland and, and put together a really good performance, put some, some goals on the board. Um, and I'll say it's on blue in the face. You, you just, you just got to make plays in that zone and, and you can't chalk things up. It's literally, um, you know, making plays. And so, you know, we created enough to score one and depending on when that one came, uh, would have definitely swayed momentum one way or the other. Um, but, um, again, from, from just an execution perspective, as far as the game plan, you know, I, I thought we did a good job and controlled. It was one of our probably best performances with the ball. Um, and it's so difficult to say that because um, you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But there's a lot of good things that happened tonight. Um, and, again, I think a team like LAFC, you, it's, it's, you know, they're, they're big players, made big plays. And that's, that's, I guess, how you sum it up. What is it about their front line in particular where they're so clinical in goal? I mean, they didn't have, like, you limited their, their chances pretty well, but the chances they got were pretty money. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, it was Bill Longo who hits one from like 25 yards out. Um, that, that, that's the shot you give up. That's, from a defensive standpoint, that's the shot you want them to take. Um, but when they bury those, uh, I, I think what makes their attack very dangerous is they, they have, you know, they have a, a playmaker and they have two players that are very good one of you one and very good stretch. And, and so they always have you on ice skates as far as they can get, they can come to feet to receive or they can get in behind you. And I think that first goal, um, I, I think that's a difficult pill to swallow. That's something that we pride ourselves on uh, time and space, being able to drop our lines and, and deal with the space in behind. Um, but, uh, you know, again, we'll learn from that. But I think overall, you know, they just they, they 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 made more plays than we did in the most important area of the field. Pablo, at the break, you guys are down uh, by two. You guys head into you guys head into the locker room with so many opportunities, so many chances to get on top. But you guys head down or head in trailing. What's kind of the feeling at the break um, coming into that second half with as many attacking chances as you guys had? Do you guys um, what do you, what do you guys have to do to go back out there and change kind of get that goal? <laughs> Um, it, it, it wasn't our ability to progress the ball. It wasn't our ability is, it's, it's, again, it's, a, a putting balls in dangerous areas, making good decisions in, in that final third. And, and the, the, the reason why that's so difficult is because, uh, two things happen. One, you minimize space. And when you minimize space, um, you have to make quick decisions and you have to be thinking one play ahead. Um, and I just don't think we were clinical enough uh in that area and uh so again uh, oftentimes you know we want to keep that going so don't make any changes because we're on top of the it feels like momentum's going our way um but it just it wasn't it wasn't meant to be tonight we couldn't break through um there's quite a few opportunities in the second half as well where you think oh if it deflects that way instead of that way i think we're we're in on it but uh but but again i think the it's you know sometimes you know it's i thought the performance overall was deserving of a result had we capitalized on some opportunities. Looking ahead now, you know, you guys play a game 
every Wednesday and every weekend for the rest of the week. What's kind of the, the fitness situation, the health situation, the injury situation heading into this uh, tough stretch of games? Yeah, I think we are uh, going to look to make a couple changes and just keep things fresh. I, I think the guys that, that went to Portland did a really good job, um, which gives uh, them and, and their teammates confidence that, uh, you know, we can put forth um, a performance whilst resting guys and giving them a break. Um, so we'll see how the guys recover. Um, but the mindset is, you know, we got we, we to gotta win these games at home. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Pablo, parece una película que ya hemos visto, en el sentido de que con el AFC nos ha pasado otras veces aquí en casa, ¿no? que se juega bien, sobre todo la primera parte, pero no se consigue, eh, digamos, resolver las, las ocasiones que se tienen y ellos en poca cosa consiguen darnos eh, un, un masazo y masazo importante, ¿no? Eh, ¿Cómo analizas esto? ¿Cómo se puede salvar esta situación con un equipo como el AFC? Y, y la segunda pregunta que tiene que estar relacionada con esto es que la segunda mitad el equipo bajó un poquito. Eh, ¿no, ¿No viste la necesidad de cambiar ya en el, en el descanso y no esperar un poquito más tarde? Ah, claro, podemos, después del partido todos somos, todos, todos somos genios, ¿no? Pero yo fui del de, de punto de vista que hicimos muy buen trabajo en, en el tercer final y quería dejar el mismo grupo que seguía con, con, con la mentalidad, con la emoción del partido. A veces hace cambio y, y no te sale. Eh, pero yo creo que para jugar, con, hay, hay varias maneras de jugar con, contra un equipo como el AFC. Una es meterse atrás y no dejar y jugar en el, el contragolpe o salir y jugar y, y crear ocasiones para gol y si te sale un gol, ahora cambia el, el complejo del, del partido. Y para mí es siempre ir para adelante, es siempre pensar que vamos a hacer gol, aunque esta noche no salió. Ese, eso creo que es importante para nuestro grupo, que queremos mejorar con cada partido y como este equipo es el, el mejor equipo en la liga, ahora sabemos que necesitamos trabajo y hay que seguir para adelante. En partidos como hoy eh, se necesita un 9, el equipo necesita un 9, ¿lo vas a pedir? Sí, si nos falta, por, por, lo digo porque creamos suficientes ocasiones para el gol. Necesitamos a alguien eh, en el vestuario, alguien que todavía no llega, que que el único trabajo es meter gol. Y eso reserva muchos problemas, porque como dijiste vos, en el primer tiempo no tuvieron muchas ocasiones, pero los jugadores grandes aparecieron y cambiaron el partido. Y eso yo creo que no ha faltado eh, este año, pero sabemos que sin, sin ese jugador también podemos marcar, pero esta noche no nos tocó. Pablo, y tal vez ya hubieron muchas preguntas, pero solamente eh, salió un jugador y ¿qué te dicen si van a reemplazarlo? Porque estás hablando definitivamente de un 9, ¿no? O sea, ¿qué, qué, ¿Qué dicen? 
eh, te han dicho algo, estás dispuesto a hablar tú, tienes la capacidad, tienes esa chance de decirnos algo, ya que no escuchamos mucho de eso. Yo creo que todo, todo en la organización están conscientes que nos falta un, uno enfrente y ahora yo creo que con la ventana que viene en el verano vamos ojalá uh, encontrar uno que, que apoya al grupo de manera que queremos jugar, pero también, más importante, que es un, una figura adelante, porque también eh, a veces el 9 no va, no, no va a marcar en un partido, pero lo que hace es, eh, como si se dice, eh, la presión sale de los otros jugadores, porque... Eh, genera espacio genera uno contra uno en la banda eh, y eso es importante una figura que los otros equipos dicen se preocupe y con esa preocupación abre espacio para lo demás Two years ago Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport She was tear gassed and beaten Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America, but the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.